Welcome to Classic Reviews, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows, video games and films. I'm your host Matthew and this is uh, continuing and concluding with the fourth and last episode of our Disney Pixar run through. So again, not season five, this is just a selection of four Disney and Pixar films. This is the fourth and thus the last of those choices. If you missed the three, uh, uh, three previous episodes, those were for The Incredibles dinosaur and monsters inc and this one the fourth and last of this little mini series set of episodes is for hercules which is the 1997 disney animated film based on the uh greek not norse greek uh, mythology set of characters um so yeah hercules 1997 so two years after toy story one came out um, again, this is another one of those films that is very much a part of my childhood. Um, I do have figures for these characters. Because um, I've mentioned throughout the series, like, you know, I've got the Incredibles figures. I've got some stuff from Monsters, Inc. Don't have anything from Dinosaur. Um, I I don't remember there ever being any Dinosaur figures to buy or anything. But no, I do have some uh, some Hercules merchandise. It's interesting because I th- this film does hold like a bit of that special place with me. Um, I don't think I've ever really mentioned it on podcast before, but it's not really unlike with Toy Story and with The Incredibles that have been have had recent things, you know, because you've had like you know Lightyear, which was in 2022, and uh, you know it's only four years ago, uh, five when you hear this episode. Um, since we've had the incredibles 2 um <clears throat> so uh yeah but uh hercules i mean there, there is a little thing on here called like film series for hercules and there's a little animated film called hero to zero i have no idea what that is um i don't think it's a hercules 2 although i don't really know how you would make a hercules 2 after how this ends i mean he defeats hades so you know what what could be what could be bigger than that but um, I really love this film. I really, really like it. It's got some very interesting um, uh, points and bits of writing about women, certainly. But one thing I've always said, because we live in a different political climate now, as, as opposed to what we did in 1997, in probably every single way, shape and form, because, you know, 1997 was a long time ago. Um, yeah, how how specifically the character of Meg is spoken about, how she speaks about things, her relationship with men, I found very, very interesting. Um, and you always got to remember, whether you're talking about friends, or you're talking about only fools and horses, or you're talking about, like, things that are over 20 years old, this isn't quite 20 years old yet, but, um, things that are very old, you can't really criticise... It's not fair to look at something like, you know, Friends or Falls and Horses or, uh, in this ca- in this case with Hercules, and criticise old things for, e- either for not being, you know, politically correct or, you know, um, not being, you know, diverse enough or all those sorts of things, because this is a film that wasn't written in 2022. Uh, for me, by the way, it's still 2022. I'm recording this on the 16th of December. Just a little point of note. Um... Yeah, this wasn't made, you know, today. This was made almost, you know, 
coming up to roughly 20 years ago so but no I just found it and again I'm not criticizing the film for that I'm just making a point about you know uh, today's political climate as opposed to what it was like in 97 which I don't remember what the political climate was like in 97 because I was a couple of years old <laughs> so you know I, I was I was just a child who was enjoying Disney and Pixar films so all, all of the and again this is what I spoke about with going back to some of these films how you know I've had these stages with these Disney Pixar films and like you know when I was a kid I all, all that stuff all, all the you know writing about you know Meg and her relationship with men all that probably went way over my head as a child because I, I wasn't going to understand that was I but um it's interesting going back to these films later on and as an adult you know or being being older than I was back then um how you pick up on different things but then it's been you know 10 plus years 15 plus years whatever uh, it's been a long time so I, I would expect to kind of have it have a different perspective on on those different things but I, I just found that very interesting um but it's it's uh it's a point of curiosity I think for this film and and literally the idea the the, the old cliched kind of idea of like a damsel in distress you don't really see that now as as much you still have you know women and men and other other characters you know that get into trouble situations in in films and tv you know characters that end up in danger that happens but not in the same way that like you do here with with, with meg so um what do i think of this film uh, i love it i really do love it um it's 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 a lot of fun i i think this film um i really think the choice of characters here and how um, not not necessarily the comedic chemistry between all the characters, but just the chemistry between these characters, and how certain characters bounce off of each other, and how some of them talk about each other, and that sort of thing. I I think is really I don't know. There's some very interesting, very uh, cool characters in this that I, I I like them a lot, and they all play the sort of their own role within the story, and you know nobody's sort of left out or anything. Um, and I I really really love it. I think, because obviously in terms of Pixar, obviously Toy Story 2 is my, my favourite film, because Toy Story 2 is my favourite film anyway. In terms of Disney, because obviously you could argue, yes, Pixar is a part of Disney, but so is Marvel and Star Wars and everything else. But in terms of solo Disney films like this that don't have the Pixar label on them, I think this might be my favourite Disney film. That also, uh, I'm also saying that because I can't I can't think of any other Disney films. I, I was much more of a Pixar kid growing up like I know I I didn't connect with things like the Lion King I, I was all about you know the Monsters Inc and Incredibles and uh Toy Story obviously that, that that was my stuff I I never got into like you know um apart from Hercules here I, I never got into things like Lion King and and that type of stuff but uh, I mean Lion King's cool it's great but it's not that Pixar level of quality um but uh, no, I, I think this might be my favourite Disney film. And if I, you know, what's the take? I mean, I took a browse of Disney and Pixar films before selecting these four films. Um, but no, it probably is. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't feel like that's high of, that high of a compliment because I didn't gravitate towards specific Disney films growing up, and still kind of don't necessarily. There, there, there's some good stuff in there. It's just not Pixar stuff. You know, Incredibles, Toy Story. Monsters Inc. It's, it's just not that particular flavour of things. Um, although, as as I mentioned, as I mentioned uh, 
previously, I think with the, what was it with, either with the Dinosaur or the Incredibles podcast, Disney's on a different trajectory right now, where they're going back through their library and, uh, to, 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 to the, to the better and worse results, um, you know, remaking their, their films into live action films, like, you know, Aladdin and Lion King and all that type of stuff, uh, they're doing Hercules as well, aren't they, um, Whereas Pixar isn't doing that, and Pixar is making some sequels and more original films, so they've they've kind of just gone off in separate paths. Um, cause I think that the newest Disney film in the last couple of years was maybe Strange World, which would have come out on Disney Plus by the time you're listening to this. Um, but they're just on a different different trajectory. Um, I was kind of looking at this as well as I was watching it, and keeping in mind that like, okay, they're going to attempt a live action version of this. And like, okay, how, I, I couldn't really, I wasn't, I was trying not to think about it like too, too much because I was trying to enjoy the film and analyse the film itself. Who, who's going to play these characters and what are they going to look like? I mean, it goes without saying, Danny DeVito has to play um, Phil. He has to, because no, 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 nobody else, I mean, you look at, you look at Phil and you look at Danny DeVito and it, it's just a perfect fit, isn't it? it? It's just a complete perfect fit. Like the voice and everything. Obviously, you'd still get the voice if you've got Danny DeVito. And you look at Danny DeVito himself, the actual, you know, real person. And you're like, yep, you, you have to cast him as Phil. I mean, who else would you actually choose anyway? I I don't know. I don't know that there is another option. I, I think it has to be him. I don't know who can play Hercules. I, I do hope it's not just like... I hope it's somebody a bit more unknown with Hercules, because um, I I wouldn't want like uh, Chris Hemsworth or something. As much as your your Chris and Liam and Hemsworth and all, all those different people could do something like Hercules, and you you probably would look at Chris Hemsworth. You know, obviously he's played Thor, um, and you'd have him as a default choice. I don't know, like he's already played, you know, Thor. Um, I I don't know. I don't know who they could who could, they could necessarily choose for, for Hercules. I have no idea who could play Meg. Um, maybe um, what's her name? Is it is it Salim Hayek? She was the one that was in Eternals. She's been in some other films as well. I'm trying to think, well, she's been in because uh, I was I was looking at Meg and I was like, who could play Meg? And I thought of Salim. Is it Salim Hayek? I think her name is. Um, some of you probably know who I'm talking about. She could maybe do it, I think, possibly. The the challenge that you've got there, because there is, even though they're animated, there is definitely chemistry between Hercules and Meg in this film. Even though it's false at the start, and then obviously they fall in love with each other. Um, it's got to be two actors that have got that chemistry between them. Um, obviously you can act it. Because that's part of their job, but there's got to be that. There's got to be that that spark, that on-screen sort of spark. Um, who could play like? Uh, who else have you got? Zeus and and Hades. Um, I don't. I don't really know. I don't really know who could play all those people per se. But th- those are just some rough ideas thrown out. Um, but yeah, in terms of the story and stuff, I mean, yes, about it is about a story going from kind of zero to hero. Um, there was one point in the plot of Curiosity for me. Um, okay, so you go, you go earlier on in the film, 
and the two i think they're called are they, are they called pain and panic i think that's what they're called you know the two little um hades is uh little the, the two minion characters they got like the, the devil horns and all that sort of stuff and I, th- I think they're called pain and panic i don't know which one's which but um they kidnap hercules and hercules is in like a different area than where his parents are and it's like okay how did you let that happen um i don't i don't know i don't know and obviously pegasus was like you know a, a baby as well um what's so funny about that though obviously not funny in terms of a baby being kidnapped that's not the funny part the funny part is they take him right pain and panic and they're like oh you know easy job kind of thing we'll just bring him back to um to zeus sorry hades not zeus hades um we'll bring him back to hades and then like turns out he's really really strong because he's a god and he like ties them up together and like flings them off. Uh, there's quite a lot of times in there in, in this film where Hercules, regardless of the age, like ties enemies together and stuff, uh, or tie, ties things together that involve his enemy, and kind of fling them off into the distance. He he does it with quite a few of them, which I thought was kind of fun. Um, but that was that was kind of interesting as well. So. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K-U-K to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website. Uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk etalkuk you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20 percent off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscapes quality thanks very much to manscape for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening hi there if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name we've got good news for you with our affiliate link with kualu you can click on that link which is in your show notes which is for our affiliate link you can go over to kualu to get started with your website and domain name today they've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to kualu for this affiliate link hi there if you'd like to get rid of the ads in entertainment talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes we've got good news for you there as well you can subscribe to entertainment talk at either the five dollar level tier or ten dollar level tier the five dollar level tier will get you access to all of entertainment talks previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for if you also subscribe to us at the ten dollar level tier that will get you that benefit that i've just mentioned and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a tv show and a general discussion on that show or 
a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month, and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts, and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us, and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Uh, one of the other fun parts of these this, this film as well is uh, seeing... Because it's interesting with like his his first fight, right? That big um, horse guy person thing. When you first come across Meg, and drops his sword and Phil's doing the the rules like that. Rule ninety five, rule ninety six. That 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 brought back some back some memories. Um, he's like really struggling to beat him up, and Phil, obviously his like advisor and whatnot, his trainer, is like use your head, and that's like the first bit that works. That's a kind of a moment that kicks Hercules on as a character. And there's like a point of curiosity for each for each thing that he fights. Because there's that. Then there's obviously like the, the big, um, what's it called? The thing with the long neck and, and like the three heads. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, then there's um, like some other villains after that. There's a few of the titans as well. And it's like, okay, he's got a sword. Um, doesn't have a shield, does he, Hercules? Um, has, he's really, really strong. Can use his head apparently. Relatively quick, but very, very strong. He does use his strength a lot more than he uses his sword. And I kind of like, I looked at each enemy. And obviously, you know, you look at the thing with the long neck and you go, okay, cut its head off. Which apparently didn't work, which was interesting. And it was an interesting point of like, okay, how is he going to beat each enemy? Um, And most of the time it was just through strength. And you go through all that and it it was interesting to see how he beat each sort of... uh, as I say, boss, that's a video game term. How he beat, we'll talk about video games in a minute for the for the Hercules thing. Um, how he's going to beat each one and use his strength and what's he going to use. And like, you know, there's the part where he's pushed up against the rocks and he smashes the rocks with his arms and it crushes the long neck thing, whatever it's called. Uh, and then he beats it that way. Um, so that was, that was kind of cool. He doesn't actually fight. Um, which one is it again? Uh, Hades. He doesn't actually fight Hades, which was interesting. And when he knocks Hades off of the thing at the end, I was like, oh, he didn't actually fight him. And I couldn't remember. Again, this was one of them interesting experiences where, like, I watched this. I, I can't remember the last time I watched this film, and I, th- I think I've seen this twice, maybe three times. Um, this might have been one of them situations where, like. I watched, I, I don't remember if I saw, did I see this at the cinema? Talking 1997, my brain has to go back a little bit. I think I did. Um, and then saw it later, pro- probably when it was on VHS. <laughs> and uh, this was probably one of them films where I went round like my aunt and uncle's, or at, at the time my, my nan's house, which is where my aunt and uncle were also living. And it was probably one of them things where, like, I'd go around there for my birthdays and sometimes for, like, you know, random occasions or football games and things like that or Christmases. And because of that early 90s thing and you had all these these films coming out, right, like Bugs Life, Toy Story, Hercules, Incredibles, all all these, like, you know, that, that swarm of the late 90s early 2000s films and like you know finding nemo and all, all, all those different ones 
there was probably a bunch of times where I went round at again at the time my nan's house and these films were probably on in the background and I was probably doing a mixture of playing with the figures or toys that I had of these characters and had those films on in the background so there's probably like a a few times where like the, the, these films have been on in the background and that sort of stuff so um but yeah I I, pro- I probably at some point at that house was playing with the toys of some of these characters while having one of the other ones on TV that that was probably happening at one point again I'm trying I'm trying to cast my mind back to the the late 90s it was a it was a while ago a very different time very different time VHSs and all that type of stuff do you remember you had to stop and you had to, you had to rewind those things that there, there, there was no like pressing stop like clicking off something or pressing restart there was none of that was there um and rewinding a whole film was much slower than you know you you press rewind on you know disney plus you can flick it to like you know rewind time 16 and it will just think you know straight back to start but um i remember there was a thing about blockbuster as well as like oh please rewind the film was before you bring the vhs's back man what a different time what a different time um but yeah, this this was probably so going back to what I said. This was probably the third or fourth, roughly, time in terms of like properly watching this. I would say probably third time, but it's it's been a while again, which is again why it's so nice to go back and visit these for the classic reviews episodes. And there were certain obviously you know checkpoint things I remembered. Um, my memory on this one was a bit more hazy than um, like the Incredibles on Monsters Inc. And again, I think that's because with those two, I probably did watch them more recently than what I did with Hercules. Um, and Hercules is also an older film than than both of those. Um, but no, it was interesting. Like that, that obviously I I knew roughly how the film was going to end, and and I, I knew I knew there was a part with like, okay, remember Meg kind of died at one point, but then she didn't. But Hercules jumped into something, and then that all played out. And I was like, oh yeah, this is how this all plays out. This is this is kind of cool to go back and and revisit. But yeah, point of curiosity was like, okay, he's in this underworld part with Hades. Um, Meg is in is in the water. She's like become the spirit thing, or whatever. But okay, he makes it because there's like two deals that get made, isn't there, between Hercules and Hades? Um, but with the second one, I was like, okay, even if he gets Meg back here, I was like, okay, he does defeat Hades by the end. I can't remember how, and then he just punches him in. Um, it, it's a little bit disappointing that he doesn't fight Hades, I think, but it's it's interesting because if you look at both of the characters throughout the film, Hades doesn't really fight a lot of people. He sort of like you know summons the Titans and gets um Pain and what's the other one's name, Pain and Panic to do dirty work for them and like go and capture this person, go and capture that person, go and do this and go and do that. Um, so maybe maybe I misremembered what Hades was like in this film because he 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 sort of sits, you know, in his underworld castle and like he he summons all these you know tests and things for Hercules to fight. Um, so he kind of operates that way anyway. But I I I found that kind of interesting of like he doesn't really fight he doesn't fight Hercules himself and he doesn't really fight anybody else. All all he really kind of does, and this isn't to put Hades down, he's he's still a great villain. Um, for those of you that watch Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, he's a bit more of a Gus Fring, where he'll get other people to do dirty work for him. He'll still be very intimidating. I mean, you look at Hades, and that's like, that's somebody you wouldn't want to mess with, right? Um, but 
yeah, it's more about like he's summoning these. He, he's sending things out to fight Hercules for himself because he thinks he's like too good for it or whatever. Um, but kind of the bulk of Hades and Meg's story is the whole bit about you know her relationship with men, how that hasn't gone you know very well and whatnot. Um, and uh, I suppose you know she she like really doesn't want to. She she really is just over this whole thing with with Hades but she can't be because of the deal that they apparently made um and uh there's literally a point where he's like I own you sort of thing um so there's a lot there's a lot of um discussion in here about about I suppose the 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 ownership of Meg if that's how you want to sort of put it with like the, the deal with Hades and her failed relationships with men in the past and things like that um, Meg individually I still think is an interesting character. She is more interesting when she's in scenes with Hades and with Hercules. Um, although there isn't a lot of scenes with her on her own. She, I, I suppose one of the, one of the modern day issues with Meg is she isn't really, her, her story is pushed forward not by herself. It's really pushed forward by Hades and what he decides to do and by Hercules and him saving her. So unfortunately you do have the kind of damsel in distress thing but um again came out in 97 but um i mean it it, it is kind of laid out on the table literally from the first actually even before meg is on screen because when hercules like you know the, the fully grown-up version of him is on screen and you've got pegasus and you've got phil and he literally says like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna save the day and fight some things and find some damsels in distress and that sort of thing and they even have a little conversation, don't they, with Meg. Uh, when they go in, you know, that, that first encounter with her. And the horse man person thing. Um, and he's like, are you not a damsel? Are you not in distress? He's like, yeah, I'm a damsel. I am in distress, but I can handle it myself. Which I, I thought was a slightly better angle to tackle that, I suppose. Um, but again, if you, if you go back to films from probably early 90s as well obviously before early 90s because when when did that sort of thing stop happening in films um i would say just after like the sam raimi spider-man films roughly because mj or mary jane in those films kind of is a bit like that as well so i, I think i think you'd say around around about 2007 2008 roughly or so is when that not completely stopped and i haven't seen you know every single story that's been made since then but that is where you started to get into and i mean obviously you had like you know you did have strong female lead characters who did more of the badass stuff as opposed to you know kind of relying on the hero sort of thing um that did used to happen still i mean you go back to like you know uh, was it called Ripley in the in the in the Alien films? So she was was a character as well. And also you got you know Laura Croft as Tomb Raider in the early PlayStation games. But what I'm talking about is like when when the damsel in distress thing stopped being as much in stories. I I think you'd say around about and I might have this wrong. You, you might say like no, it was much later, as much earlier. Um, right about like 2006, seven, eight or or, or so roughly is where I'd sort of put that on. I mean you don't really see that in 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 uh, film and tv now i can't remember the last time i saw that in something necessarily 
Um, anyway, but no, Meg's still a, still a great character and everything. It's just that her story is kind of pushed forward by two other characters. Um, who else do we want to talk about here? Uh, Phil, Danny DeVito, he's very, very cool. I, I really like his, uh, his character. Um, kind of is that, you know, that tough love thing towards Hercules, but also is very funny, but then is also the butt of jokes at, at, at certain points, but then is also able to be funny himself as well, which I, which I found interesting. Um, so he's, he's really, really cool. Again, if you do, if you're doing live action Hercules, you've, you've got to have him in, in the role, I think, because who else are you going to have? Um, nobody else has got that same kind of voice either, or that same sort of presence, I think. Um, so there's that. Um, in terms of, uh, what's her actual name? Is it Hera? And you've got, um, Zeus. They're not really in this film that much i mean it's sort of it's interesting because at the start of the film i was looking at essentially hercules's origin story and i don't know if it's just because superman has been in the news this week and it's not the exact same thing it's not close to the exact same thing because obviously in superman's origin story his parents you know and, and his planet die and all that sort of thing that doesn't happen here obviously but you do have kind of a sort of not alien, obviously, a, a, a god-type figure is brought down to Earth. Not in the same way, obviously, he's essentially kidnapped in this film, where Superman is sent by his parents to, to Earth to go and live a life. But that kind of, like, god-type figure, or, like, non-human-type figure, who is put onto Earth for a different reason, or by a different way, um, to try to then fit in but the pl- that, that isn't obviously the plan the plan is that um Hades is gonna you know kidnap him and you know try to get because they try to get him to drink that thing and he doesn't drink every drop to become uh, a a mortal and all that type of thing so um I, I thought his backstory was kind of interesting obviously you know you get that zero to hero kind of thing where you know he's not fitting in with the people around him they're calling him is it Jercules or something um and then you know he ends up destroying a whole town sort of thing by complete accident but um that that was kind of one of the parts of one of the the, the sort of charm of of Hercules is he's got like the best moral intentions and everything else like that but um he's very very clumsy <laughs> he, fr- from when he's young right through to when you know he's he's a bit older and he's you know trying to impress Meg and all that type of stuff and he's he does the water dash thing with with the with the stone or whatever it is, and he knocks something over, and it's like, oh, it looks better, and you know all that sort of thing. Um, but no, he's a he's a brilliant character as well. So, anything else I want to discuss here? Uh, anything else I want to talk about? Pretty much talked about most of the characters. Um, there is three people here on Google listed as Hercules. You've got um, I should go through the cast as well here, and also talk about the the director and stuff. Um, Tate Donovan as Hercules, Roger Bart as Hercules. And there was one more person here. Where'd they go? Uh, where'd it go? I've lost it. <laughs> there was one more person listed here as Hercules. Oh, Josh uh, Keaton. So, because there is a point where, obviously, he doesn't talk when he's a baby. He he's talking when he's like the the teenage version of himself, and then when he's like the young adult version of himself. He's got a different voice. And Google doesn't list everything correctly. Um, 
yeah, so it's probably it was probably more more than one voice actor, but um, there there's your cast for that. Um, James Wood as Hades, Susan Egan as uh, it says Mega Megara. She does actually say it at the start, doesn't she? Like my name is Megara, but most people call me Meg. I think that's what her name was like known to be as a character, and I, d- I don't think anybody refers to her as a full name in this film. They all refer to her as Meg. Which is just short for that. Uh, take Donovan as Hercules. Danny, Danny DeVito as Phil. Um, Rip Torn as Zeus. Roger Bart as the other Hercules. Bob uh, Gold, Goldweight as Payne. Um, Samantha Egger as Hera. Uh, Jim Cummings as Tall Tibian and someone else. Um, then you had those uh, women that were singing, didn't you? Some of those are listed here, I think. Um, li- uh Lilius White as uh, Kilope. Uh Matt Fuhrer as Panic. So that's the other half of um, Pain and Panic. I'm pretty sure that's what their names are. Uh, Ros Ryan as Teela. Um, it's got a few other names that are not really fully sort of coming up. Uh, there's some other ones that are for that cast as well. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much most of them. There's some other people listed for some other things as well. Um, but that's pretty much your main cast. Um, it's got some voices for like the Titans and things. Uh, Corey Burton says Tornado Titan. So there you go. Anyway, that's uh, I think that's pretty much all I've got to say about Hercules. Um, it's my favorite Disney film, not Disney Pixar, but Disney film. Um, really enjoyed it. It was interesting to go back to this. I'm glad that I chose to do this. And uh, that is going to be a wrap up for this. Let's call this a Disney Pixar mini-series. Of course, that doesn't mean I won't cover Disney and Pixar films in the future. In fact, I've got some in mind to talk about in the future. Uh, One that I was going to go back and revisit, because I I can't remember the last time I saw it, was Lilo and Stitch. Um, But I'm going to finish this with the four episodes. Maybe Lilo and Stitch I'll cover in the next season. Um, What I'll try to do now is... um, I've got all of 2023. Well, most... A, good, a, a chunk of 2023 I will try to do the classic reviews episodes earlier instead of almost the week before Christmas which is when I'm doing them now because it's the 16th of December like I said um, I'll do that and try to uh, I won't have it as a themed season or anything so I've done like the Jim Carrey season I've done uh, obviously this Disney Pixar little mini series thing uh, I'm going to try to go back to 10, like a, a full season, so 10 things. I've still got like The Wire to go back to and Fools and Horses and a ton of other different things. I'll watch like the first Superman film. I'm going to try and watch maybe the second one. Um, and there's a, there's a few other things I've got in mind as well. Certain Disney Pixar films, some, some TV shows, things like that. So I will try to get that done, um, let's say for the holiday season for next year. Because I don't think... I used to put these out in the summer. Um... And that's because of how like other TV schedules and stuff went. Uh, we'll see what's going to happen, but that, that's 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 the plan for next year. I just I don't know what happened this year. I just ran out of time, um, and it got to you know, July came and went, then August, September, October, November. All, all the months just came and went, and things just kept coming up. And uh, but hey, at least I managed to do these episodes. So that's that's good. Anyway, have you got any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments on Hercules? Um. For me personally, I I um, do I want another Hercules film? I mean, I mean, it'd be cool to see these characters again. I really like these characters. I don't know what you would do for another film. It's quite unlikely that we'll get a Hercules two. Um, 
but hey, let's see what that live action version ends up being like. I did read something somewhere that it's going to be like inspired by TikTok. I don't really know. I mean, I know what TikTok is, obviously. Um, I don't know how that equates to this film. If you're telling me that a live action version of Hercules is going to be influenced by TikTok, I can't imagine or envision what that means or looks like. Because, okay, I understand what Hercules is. I know what TikTok is. I don't know how the two things combine. Uh, but good luck to whoever is going to be doing that. Speaking of uh, directors, I didn't read the director's name for this film. Apologies. It is um, the directors, or oh, there's two of them, uh, Ron Clements and John Musker. So there it is, those ones. Um... Yeah. Oh yeah, there was also the I completely forgot to mention this. There was also the PS1 game, wasn't there for Hercules, which was very very challenging to say the least. I've played a chunk of hours of it. I never finished it. Um but maybe when it hits that PS Plus thing, I can uh, play it on the PS5 by that method. Um but yeah, that was a that, that was a pretty good game. That was like one of them PlayStation classic sort of uh you know, film tie-in games. Which was which was uh, what what one of the better ones? Very very challenging, but one of the better ones. Anyway, um, what do you think of Hercules? Did you play or have you seen any of the video game? What do you think of the idea of the live action film inspired by TikTok? How do you think that's going to kind of go? Uh, it doesn't sound like the greatest thing, but we'll see how it all works out. You just have to get Danny DeVito in as Phil, otherwise it won't really work. Uh, anyway, methodentertainmenttalk.org, Twitter eTalk UK, there's contact page and information in your show notes. Email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes as well. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. TV, games, films, main night podcast, take a look out for what we do over there. Podcast platforms, entertainment talk, entertainmenttalk.org. All that type of stuff as well. Uh, you can support us through other ways as well. Simply by telling other people. Either by just telling them or using social media. Uh, Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers for the Afri podcast review options. Have a look out for those as well if you'd like to. Uh, that's how you can support entertainment talk, TV and film news. If you want to know about all the TV and film news related things. Renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates, film news. Geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Uh, Geektown Radio usually posts on Tuesdays. Have a look out for those. Uh, so there's all of that. Uh, Twitch content. Bex is streaming very regularly over on Twitch. Trista Bytes for all of her content. Uh, classic, retro, and game streams. So check out what she's doing over there. Me, Twitch, eTalk UK, and YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays for all of that. Thanks very much for listening. That's a wrap for this season, this mini season of Classic Reviews. And I will see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>